0: What is going on, guys? Welcome to the April 9th, 2019 edition of Amateur Hour. We have the whole crew with us back today. It's the big three
1: again. Yeah. LeBron, yeah. Wade, and Bosch. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. It's uh, Our schedules have been really like kind of running into each other, but luckily I think we've been pretty good about getting something out each At week. I mean, getting recorded. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, yeah. as you
0: guys know, we have been recording each week, whether it be just two people or whatever we needed to do. So yeah, we do got the full cast and crew back. We have a packed schedule today. As we usually do, the sports of never world is never quiet. It's never quiet. Never quiet, people. never slow. Absolutely. So first, obviously, we're going to talk about the main headline going into today, the national championship game. Virginia got their first ever national championship by defeating Texas Tech. Who got by, to their
2: first national Yeah,
0: both of them were playing for their first national championship. First time that's happened since 2008. Um, and Virginia finally, they broke their barriers. They broke the curse of they're not the March team. They got the job done with the eighty-five to seventy-seven victory. None of none of us,
2: besides Maddie Ice, thought they would get that far. Yeah. And Matty Maddie Ice got the national championship correct in Virginia, Texas. Yeah. So shout out, out to Maddie cool.
0: Ice. He got the championship perfectly correct. So when I look, when we look at this game, just overall what I thought from it, it wasn't the defensive matchup that we all thought. It was I'm,
2: very strong defensively. Still, every shot was contested. It, it
0: was fundamentally good, but a lot of people, even myself included, I was thinking this game might be like in the fifties, you know, fifty-five mm-hmm. to sixty. But at the end of regulation, we all know this game went to overtime. At the end of regulation, they both had almost 70 points. It was 68-68. to 68. Yeah. So there was plenty of scoring. There was
2: plenty of offense. It's crazy how Virginia got there, though. Because like the yeah. last three games to get to that point, they were down three or down two with yep. like 10 seconds left. And they ended up tying or winning the game with like a late shot with Guy
0: or whoever. Yeah, absolutely. Virginia's road was definitely crazy. Remember, they were losing by 14 at half to Gardner-Webb in their first game. And they got lucky against Purdue. Imagine if they lose that game.
2: Like, who goes?
0: Absolutely. You know, so Virginia. I'm happy for Tony Bennett. I think he's a really good coach. And obviously losing to that sixteen seed last year and then coming back next year with basically the same team to win the national championship. He never looks angry. Have you noticed that? He's always on the sidelines. He's very always calm, playing. cool, and collected. Like and just looking at like his it.
2: players, analyzing the game. Absolutely. He's never blowing a gasket like Bruce Pearl. Absolutely. I hike you <laughs> wanted Pearl to be in the national championship and just <laughs> blow a gasket. Bro.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm really happy for Tony Bennett now. All those critics, obviously, they could stop talking now. He's got his national championship game. Yeah. He's got his win. And I'm really happy for them. And and when I look at this game to me, this was decided. Obviously, you could point to so many different things. To me, it was the superstars. DeAndre Hunter from Virginia mm-hmm. balled out, especially in the second half. I think he had 27 points. Yeah, the DeAndre Hunter, 8 for 16. He had 27 points, 4 for 5 from three, and nine rebounds. And for Texas Tech, we know Jared Culver, yeah. the superstar. He didn't show up
2: till the second half.
0: Five for 22, and he shot 0 for 6 from three. That's not
2: good. He's the reason they lost that game. Yeah, and I mean, it was so
0: close the whole time, absolutely. too. They had
2: their bench show up. Exactly. And that's the only reason they stayed in. It was a 10-point game going into the last five minutes, and then from there, it was just exactly. a And their a big strange. man fouled out, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Tariq Owens, mm-hmm. is right. the best probably all-ball defender that Texas Tech has yep. mm-hmm. fouled out in this game. And obviously, as Polly just mentioned, Texas Tech their bench had over 30 points. Virginia's bench had less than 10. Right. They outscored them completely on the bench, so they still lost the game. It's a tale of two cities. I don't want to put this game completely on one player, but superstar Jared Culver, he's going to go in the lottery. He did not show up in the he final He will, floor. and his
2: draft stock might fall a little bit because exactly. he really can't play in big games right now. DeAndre
0: Hunter, even though he may not be the most valuable player, he was the best player. He showed up in the second half, mm-hmm. balled out. Obviously, we know hit those two timely threes when they needed them the most. What I like to compare DeAndre Hunter with for Virginia is the Warriors situation. Sure, Kyle Guy and Ty may be more important, like valuable, like Steph Curry isn't probably more valuable than Kevin but who was the best player on that team? DeAndre Hunter. Who was the best player on the Warriors? Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant has taken over the last two finals, Uh, won the MVP, and DeAndre Hunter took over. And now... Has Steph Curry still not won an NBA Finals MVP? No. Andre Iguodala so so won it back when they won it 2015. And that, yeah. that's what I like to compare it to Kevin Durant, DeAndre Hunter. They're the best players, even though they may not be the most valuable. But uh, De- DeAndre Hunter, yeah, they're, they're not. Miami, they in they a similar win. way
1: of saying then that, you know, Virginia might be the national champions, but that doesn't mean they're the best team because Duke's still the best team.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, Duke had the three best players in the country. Yeah, actually, the no, I, I don't agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Duke's
0: not the best team. No. They had the most top-heavy of oh, talent.
2: Speaking of Duke, Trey Jones is coming back next year for sophomore season. Back, Thank
0: yeah. God. And I do want to say that Duke's uh, season was disappointing. I would consider it a failure. You have Zion Williamson, you have R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish was underwhelming all year. It
1: was an exciting Trey game Jones. to watch, though. Yeah, There's too much. You can't say championship or bust, especially in, in the NCAA basketball, especially mm-hmm. with the way the tournament works out. It's just too crazy, man. For Duke,
0: for a, for a team like Duke, for a team like Kentucky, for those blue bloods, it's, it's final win four or bust. championship or
1: loss. Yeah. yeah, well, so now, but now you're saying that the only way that like they can it's not a bus height, is if yeah. it if, is if it's Duke, UNC, who Kentucky, else? Kentucky. But, but
0: that's what those teams are going for. Like all of those teams have unlimited amount of. They're ages. all in every year. Like the yeah, chefs they the don't, world, they well, have Yeah, the most... but
1: like in college sports, everyone's all in every year. There's no really such thing as rebuilding if you know what I mean in terms of college sports unless you
2: get a new coach and you start the recruiting class over again right you know that that might be but I think speaking that's still which, different because you're not
1: which, building your franchise through like draft picks and prospects in like, development and all that stuff. Which is why they should be great. You know, the UNCs, the Duke, Kentucky, they get all the best players. Speaking of great programs, UCLA just signed Mick Cronin to a
2: four-year game. Yeah, that's that, that, also breaking news. That's crazy.
0: UCLA hired Mick Cronin, coach mm-hmm. of Cincinnati, six years. So Xavier, UC, and the Bengals, and I guess the
2: Reds, new-ish manager. Fresh yeah. new starts for the entire yeah, city.
0: Cincinnati, yeah, a whole bunch of coaching moves being made. And even if you want to talk about another one, Ohio – Freddie Kitchens is the new head coach for the Browns, mm-hmm. and Ryan Day the new head coach for Ohio yeah, so he State. FC is
2: getting a new stadium pretty yeah, soon. A whole
0: bunch of new things happening in Ohio. Cincinnati. Ohio against the world, man. Absolutely. So overall, talking about this tournament, I think it was a really fun tournament. We didn't see too many upsets. I think Nothing, Liberty, nothing overly crazy. Nothing was like, you know. The no Loyola's. Coast. No yeah, Loyola's. no Loyola Chicago's, no uh, uh, North Dakota State's or anything like that. No, George Mason. George year. Mason. There wasn't anything crazy like that. You know, we had a lot of the good, really good teams at Texas Tech, Virginia, you know, Michigan State's the Blue Bloods of the world. Maybe Texas Tech, not Blue Blood. But what they wins really
2: championships defense? And they're the, best, the two, best defensive, two best defensive teams in the, in the teams nation in the showed country.
0: up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, you feel bad for Texas Tech, but, you know, they're going to stay here. Chris Beard is a really good coach. Mm-hmm. This defensive team throughout the year going into this national championship game, honestly, I could say is probably the best defensive team that I've ever seen. I mean, they switch off everything. Their center can guard one through five. They don't have any weaknesses. Yeah, because every player
2: on their team is between six three and six
1: eight, and they're exactly. all flexible to guard any position. They're all fast,
0: and they're all you know, they're, they're all strong. Out. Yeah, you guys
1: are just further proving my point that basketball a great as great of a game as it is. Yeah, but like this, it's, this, it's based on pure athleticism more than it is purely being good at basketball. Right. It's,
2: it's based more on coaching and the in the post. In
0: college, especially, college is all about coaching. Mm-hmm. In football, and basketball, whatever sport you want. If you have good coaches...
1: That's why well, the group... Yeah, yeah, yeah. My and My argument... All like Chris Beard, which is why they are yeah, playing a championship not, game. That's not what I'm saying, boys. What my argument is that the difficult or the reliance on just pure athleticism is higher in basketball than in uh, any other sport. Yes, that I agree with. Meaning a purebred athlete, a Bo Jackson, a Deion Sanders, can pick up a basketball and be immediately better at basketball than they will be any other sport. Well, those are the guys that take
2: the teams like Duke that should have been to the national championship. Like Texas Tech, there's no guys like that on their team. Yeah, exactly. Jared Culver was really good, but he didn't show up in the Final Four in the national
0: championship game. You know, And, when and we the talk best of, player
2: in Virginia is the white boy, Kyle Guy, who just reigns from three and hits his free throws. Well, he's the
0: best three-boy, so he's not the best player. DeAndre Hunter is their best player.
2: He was the most important guy.
0: He was the most important guy who's made his jump shots yeah. when it mattered. Kyle Guy. And actually, Kyle Guy's a big Bengals fan. Actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there goes the our... curse, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the closest thing the Bengals will get to any type of championship is uh, Kyle Guy when he's the a national, fan. Is winning he yeah. NBA championship. So now we're going to transition. So obviously, quick, uh, March Madness was really fun. I think we're all excited to do it again next year. (laughs) March Madness is always a great time. So now we are going to move into baseball. We are about 10 games into the baseball season. And our Cincinnati Reds are garbage. 1-9. What is it? 1-8. 1-8, I believe. I'm
1: pretty sure, though, they haven't been outscored by more than, like, two or three (laughs) runs each time. Which, yeah, honestly, like,
2: is kind of like... They're pitching as top tough. three in the league, but, like, you know, hitting is obviously not there.
0: Which is crazy because, like. Yeah, that's
1: that's the opposite narrative of last it, year. It's the yeah, exact, exact opposite.
0: It's the opposite narrative. First, we went into this season, we need pitching. We need starting pitching help. Why are we so bad at pitching? Derek Johnson comes in, and our starting pitching is actually really, playing really well, but then our bats go completely cold. I think the Reds have already been shut out three or four times this year. It's like the outfields, Shebler, Winker, Kemp. Puig on there, the was game, a ad-lib Kemp.
2: there was an ad lib of Kemp at the game. He was talking to the catcher, and he goes, "This is just my job, man." When he was talking to the, like whoever it was, I think it was Cervelli on the. Yeah, Pirates. I know what you're
0: talking about. It, it was yeah. just his mouth
2: moving. You could tell though. He said, "This is just my job," meaning he doesn't want to be here as much as anybody else does. But Puig obviously does because he's fighting the entire city of Pittsburgh with <laughs> yeah, one arm. Yeah, i see
0: how Puig. Yeah, obviously there was a, a brawl between the Pirates and the Reds. Uh, Derek Diedrich had a monster home run off Chris Archer. Watched it, he pimped it, watched it for about six seconds before running the bases. Next time he comes well, let's, up, let's, gets a throw let's, let's debate him. about that real quick on
2: everybody's stance on if you should be able to show up the pitcher or the hitter as a pitcher or a hitter if you do
1: something great. Pitchers should grow a pair, and I think batters should do the same.
0: Yeah. yeah. Act like professionals.
1: Act like professionals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: You want to have fun? Act like you've
1: been there before. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Don't throw at a guy. You know, if you're throwing 95 miles per hour, you're going to injure somebody. That's the thing with
2: Archer. He does his little dance and his shimmy on the mound all the time. And he, like,
0: skips off and stares down
2: hitters when he strikes them. Whatever whatever he does. He's very animated, very, like, you know. But when a hitter does that to him, like, once, maybe twice during a game and absolutely pimps you 475 into your own river. Yeah. I mean,. And just like take a, the ball and throw it again. And like
0: Chris Archer, it was so blatant. He threw it behind him. Yeah. You know, if, if you want to go inside a little bit, you know, make him, you know, make him go up a little bit. Okay, that's fine. You can send that message. Throw it on his shoulder. Whatever. But Chris Archer literally threw the ball behind him, mm-hmm. knowing that he was going to try to hit it. There him. was
2: beef last year between them, apparently. But it was, uh, Archer was on the Rays and uh, Dietrich was on the Marlins because they would play what six times a year. Yeah. And Archer struck him out just about every time because Dietrich was not the same hitter he was this year, obviously.
0: Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I agree with Leo. Grow up, man. You're professionals. Don't throw at guys mm-hmm. purposely. Obviously, obviously, they hit balls up. Sometimes you hit guys. But you throw it intentionally at another man. You know, throwing 90, you know, some close to 100 miles per hour, that's not You – don't do
1: that. Yeah, it's very dangerous nowadays because everyone throws 100. Absolutely. The truth is I don't mind 88 to the ribs. I think that's always going to have its, it's place doable. in baseball.
2: I can turn my shoulder and like
0: take one of the you know, elbow exactly. I,
1: I, I think kind of the standard should be. But you're going to break some bones just throwing at people. I now. say
0: 88 to the ribs. That's nothing light. You know that could obviously that could shatter. Oh yeah, ribs. but
1: that's what it's been for forever now. I mean yeah, that's it's, always it's been it's true. the true. It's nothing. Enough true. of this 95 at the head. Yeah. Yeah. Enough of that crap.
0: That could that could you know <laughs> that'll ruin careers. That could kill yeah.
1: someone. And, and people want to talk about throwing high and tight. That's great. Miss. The hands mm-hmm. do not hit the hands. You hit a hand while it's holding a bat; it's broken either. for a month or two, and, and it's it probably broken in multiple same. pieces. Yeah. I, I mean, and that's such a delicate thing, and and I've dealt with hand stuff. That's no fun. Um, but all, all in all, honestly, I think these pitchers just need to. I, I mean, I understand. You know, you want to do your fist bumps when you when you strike out the side. You know, in order, and but it goes both know, ways. The eighth inning of Game Seven—that's great. Now that same guy hit a bomb off of you. Tip your cap.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't you don't have to get mad. because yeah. He hit the home run off you. It wasn't cheating. He he got the best of you. You know, let it go. Speaking of that, Machado, like there was a, there was a game
2: yesterday or two days ago. He struck out in like the seventh inning in a one run game. It was like a six seven pitch at bat, and he struck him out on a slider outside that he just waved at. Right after he struck him out, grabbed his helmet, tipped his cap, put it back on, and walked back to the dugout like a gentleman. Like a true
1: gentleman.
0: Machado looks like he's growing up a little bit. You know, he's maturing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not convinced,
1: but uh, (laughs) hey, step in the right direction. When I
0: look look at the Padres, I'm not even really that interested in Machado. I'm more interested in Fernando Tatis Jr., who's like the next phenom in baseball, who's already tearing the cover off the ball. Not Vlad. not little Vlad. Uh, Vlad's there, but like right now, as we speak, Tatis is tearing the cover off the ball, and he looks like he's going to be a superstar, you know, just just like his dad. So I'm really uh, looking forward to seeing him. So, in terms of the Reds, as we, getting back to topic, the Reds are... Do you think the season's over? Or is it too early to tell? <laughs> we no. games that relax. No. Yeah, you one one-sixteenth of the season is I over mean, like, I didn't relax. think we
1: were going to be competing for a playoff spot this year anyway. I thought we were going to be playing really intriguing 500 baseball. Yeah, around
0: like 81-81, you know, give or take. If yeah, they
1: go, if they go 500, point. it's a good year for the
0: Reds.
2: Because it's the first time, and God knows how long it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah
1: it, exactly. And in addition to that, it's just, it's just you know what, let's just... Take baby steps here, guys. Like, let's not worry about Yeah, This is year one of the hype. Yeah, I think fans like, kind of
0: expected too much going into the season with the Puig and Kev trade and getting Sonny away. Yeah. I think they kind of expected us from go from 90 wins to all of a sudden, uh, 90 losses, excuse me, to mm-hmm. 90 wins. I, I think mean, that's our what standards, fans were expecting. Our
1: standards are so low. Because, like, we're like, oh, these guys could, like, compete to maybe sneak in a wildcard division if everyone else stinks this year or something like that. Like, okay, that's great. Say that happens. How good are we? Not that good. How good are the teams at the playoffs ready to win the World Series? Yeah, It doesn't matter. Like, our standard is you made it to the playoffs, you had a good season.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That shouldn't be the case. It should be, you know, you made it to your, you know – uh, Let's win we, a series. Yeah, you 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 made it yeah. to the NLCS. Especially
0: you, for the team like the Reds, who are rich with history. You know, they won yeah, the five exactly. teams with the They have five World Championships. Man, they have arguably the single season greatest team
1: ever. You I know. still blame Jerry Niren. <laughs> I still Jerry. blame Jerry Niren for this whole entire thing. <laughs> Jerry Niren.
0: <laughs> you know, you're tripping with Hall of Famers with you know uh, overseas players. Like this is a proud franchise. This is not the Cincinnati Bengals we're talking about. Right. This 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 is a club with championships.
1: With Hall just, of this this whole
2: city is okay with being okay. And Jerry Nairn walked all over it.
1: <laughs> and he walked all over it. That's right. Good point. Jason LaRue, too. Jerry Nairn and Jason, Jason LaRue, LaRue walked Jason LaRue. right... Uh, listen, he tried to sue Johnny Cueto, man. Did he really? Yeah, because Johnny Cueto oh, cleated right. him in the head in that game. <laughs> You remember
0: that? Yeah, me and no. Polly before we recorded one of the podcasts a few weeks ago, we, we were just, just fooling we about the were old talking about The, the old
2: legends like Danny Graves, Austin Kearns, Jason LaRue. All right,
0: guys, you know what? Hot take <laughs> here. I'm going to have a live, live, live
1: podcast question for you guys. All right. Oh, man. And, and, and anyone <laughs> listening, go ahead and like hit us up on Twitter and let us know your opinion on this. Do you guys want to continue on kind of our model of your weekly update in sports? Or do you want to kind of change to, like, intriguing sports conversations?
2: I'd rather do a little bit of both. Me too. Yeah, I feel like yeah, we should start too. incorporating.
1: these Like, awesome Leo showed
2: there. me a video about Adam Dunn had the craziest statistical season of all time. Right. And he actually made money for other players in the process. It's a great video.
1: Yeah, John Boyce, check it out. SB Nation, they do some great stuff.
2: Yeah. But, if, I mean, like, we should just bring in, like, I, I projected this a while ago, just bring in a debate of the day. Like, who's the GOAT in basketball? Who's yeah. Who's the greatest hitter of all time, you know? Should the DH be allowed in the NL or should it be abolished in the AL kind of things?
1: I tell you what, boys, we're looking at about 16 minutes and 30 seconds recording right now. Do we want to finish our weekly wrap-up before we get to that 20-minute mark and then give ourselves, you know, 8 to 10 minutes to do a, a hot topic debate?
0: We will hold that off because I do want to do an NBA playoffs preview. Because the okay. next time, next time we come back... The Raptors are yeah. going to start. I know they are. Yeah. I know. they're Because gonna the next ride. time we come back, the playoffs have already been started. So gotcha. You know, you yeah, that's a good plan. Preview. So, I think starting next week, we could... We'll start doing that.
1: Well, let's get it done. A hey, tweet us in your uh, ideas for our topic of the week, and maybe we'll choose from one of your tweets.
0: Absolutely. So yes, yeah, so it is early in the season. You know the Red Sox are struggling. The Reds, I know your Cubbies are struggling. They no, they just want to nothing against the Brewers. They're starting to get it together. Yeah, Schwarber had a nice little bomb.
2: Hobby Bias literally threw his bat at a bouncing ball and got a base hit on it. Like Vlad like,
0: Guerrero Jr. Yeah, like Vlad you
2: know. literally did that and. Hobby did the same thing. He's in the Hall of Fame. Coincidence? I think not. More to come from the Cubs. Their season's a little... It's looking to turn around a little bit. There's still over
0: over 130 games left to be played. But yeah, let's not, you know... Is your season over? (laughs) Mine? No. (laughs) I'm I'm making fun of Saffron. Yeah. Personally, I think the Red season's over. But then again, I wasn't wasn't expecting them to make the playoffs. So I guess, depending on what you say... What do you mean by
1: their season's over? Like... Like, if they would There's have started at 500, would their season still be 500? Or, or like, so would they start
2: 9-0? Do you say, oh, they make the playoffs? It's the same standard. They start 1-9. Oh, all oh, hell broke loose. The chains are broken. It's over. Oh, and we'll
1: the be- calamity. <laughs> the
2: Reds,
1: You've got, like, the Zeppelin coming in and crashing in the center of Great American Ballpark just for effect. I say that with the Reds because
0: I don't think the Reds have it in them this year to turn the tides completely. Yes, I think they'll go on their win streak. Sure, I think they're going to reel off more wins than they have in the past ten games. But I think they're going to finish either maybe last in the division. <laughs> I, I think they might.
1: Pittsburgh's bad. <laughs> Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh is not, bad. Good at ba- they're they, not good at baseball. They
0: just swept the Reds in a four-game series. Yeah, so, the, four, right, and I the don't first care. series against them in the whole year. Like, relax. Maybe also maybe, maybe also once the
1: Reds are bad enough that everyone stops talking about them and they're irrelevant they always go and play like 500 ball the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Once but no
0: one cares anymore.
1: Once they're bad enough that the narrative of how bad they are wears off, <laughs> <laughs> then they play 500 baseball.
0: I remember for a while, Jim Riggleman had them playing. In, th- in the span of 30 games, they went 20-10. Yeah, I remember when Jerry
1: Nairn had them playing in a span of 30 games, they went 0-32 in 30 games, won. <laughs> they lost two games that they didn't even
2: play. Because <laughs> I'm like, Jay going would go on his June tear, where he'd bat like 500 and have a 600 OBP and hit seven bombs in like a week. And then the month of August, he just you know
0: flat out crashed. Well, you what know what happens. happened, right? No, prove me wrong. Reds become a formidable team.
1: Let's Jerry and Aaron would go on sabbatical every year uh, at that time, and as soon as he would leave, Jay Bruce stats. Through the roof. Through the roof. Through the roof. <laughs> Joey Votto won MVP after Jerry Naron left. Yeah. That's right. Brennan Phillips, I think, won four gold gloves. 30-30 after, after Jerry <laughs> Yeah, 30-30. Think about that. Hey, take your <laughs> pinstripes with you, Jerry. Oh, man. You too, Jose <laughs> Lopez. Oh, man. All
0: right, so now we're going to move on. Obviously, we still have a lot of baseball left.
1: Scott Hatterberg.
0: We have. He's a money ball man. That yeah, is. So now the okay, long and grueling NBA season is finally coming to an end. The 82 game stretch, as we know it, it's is so much to an longer end. than it has to be, too. It yeah. could easily
2: be 65, 70 games.
0: Absolutely. So now we want to get ready to preview the NBA playoffs. They will start this Saturday. So by the time we come back next Tuesday to record, there will already be multiple games in. So awesome. Basically-
1: Thanks for turning it over to me, Safwan. That sounds great. Yeah, man. So to preview the NBA playoffs, uh, the Toronto Raptors <laughs> are your. NBA <laughs> champions, as predicted by all the experts and Leo. Yeah, uh, are, they, are they two seed?
0: Yeah, they right yeah. now the Raptors are the two seed. Milwaukee, they play. Toronto, and then who? And then it would be Philadelphia as the three seed, Boston four, mm-hmm. and Indiana five, Brooklyn six. Shout out to my man D'Angelo Russell from Ohio State. Um, The Orlando Magic, seven, and the Detroit Pistons, number eight. You see, when they
1: interviewed him, he didn't even know that they clinched. <laughs> he was, he he was like, like, Are you wait, for we, sure? He was like, were Wait, wait you're for sure? Like, 100%? Said, were the play- <laughs> Funny.
0: Man, oh, what a gunslinger he is. <laughs> okay, so if the playoffs ended today, this is basically set. This is, is going to be the lineup. The only Everything question says, is like, the Heat, Charlotte, is be, Detroit. It's going to be, yeah, Detroit, Charlotte, and the Heat. And I, I personally I do think the Pistons are going to be able to keep this spot, so I think everything does stay as it is. So we will start with the East. We'll just go in for the one seeds all the way down. So first we got the uh, Bucks versus the Detroit. I think Milwaukee wins this one. I think if Blake Griffin plays and he plays up to his potential that he's been playing with this what, year, the
2: 2020 potential that he has. Yeah,
0: game, I think the Pistons might be able to reel off one, maybe two games, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to give him the second game. I think Milwaukee wins this in five. Yeah, pretty pretty, easy. pretty easily. I think yeah. that's agreed upon. So then next we have ooh the four and five matchup between the Boston Celtics and the Indiana Pacers. I think I think the Celtics are definitely the most underachieving team because everybody thought they were gonna have sixty wins. Yeah. You get Gordon Hayward back with Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, you know, all these really good players. And instead they're only forty eight and thirty three. They're not gonna share the same chemistry they did last year. Yeah, absolutely. I personally I think Without Victor Oladipo, if they had Victor Oladipo, I think this actually could be a series. Mm-hmm. But without Victor Oladipo, I'm going to have the Celtics winning in five. Okay. I, I say six. You say, yeah, do you yeah. think with the Celtics issues, they'll look up a few games, one yeah. at home, and then maybe one away? What do you think about that, Leo, Boston?
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that.
0: Okay. So, yeah, Leo's on his computer. I'm trying to figure I'm trying to figure out. So now we have the Sixers and the Nets. Um, like I said, shout out to my man D'Angelo Russell for turning the tides. My Ohio State man. Russell. I think this
2: one goes six games as well.
0: Yeah, I think the Nets, man. I'll tell you what, nobody plays with more energy and heart, and maybe just having fun than the, than the Nets. Than D'Angelo Russell
2: by himself. Yeah, he's absolutely. gonna be the, he's gonna win the most improved player of the year this year. You know, I hope and so out. because the people he's the rookie are... of the year, Luca, like it's like ninety five percent in stone, Luca, and then most improved
0: player, your boy. Uh, D'Angelo. D'Angelo Russell. It's either going to be him or Pascal Siakam from uh, Toronto. Yeah, but no one cares about that. <laughs> D'Angelo Russell is that man. And this one, who uh, wins? Who wins MVP this year? I'm going Giannis. Yeah, without question, Giannis cool the people the MVP. Um, I don't like James Harden. I just don't like his style of basketball. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going. Yeah, I think uh, Brooklyn will actually get a few games in this series. Um, I think Philadelphia might struggle, especially with Ben Simmons obviously still not having any type of jump shot. Nothing. I think Joel Embiid overall takes the series away, and I think in six games, Philadelphia gets the job done. Did you see the hype between um, Jonas and Joel Embiid
2: talking about who should be the MVP, who's the best player in the league nonsense? Yeah. <laughs> so, John, Joel goes, I think I should be the MVP because I'm the best pure scorer in the league from the post standpoint, blah, 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 this and that. I average this amount of points. And Jonas goes, let your play do the talking, dude. If you're really the best, people
0: would say that for you. You wouldn't have to say that for yourself. Not just exactly. That's why, yeah, that's why Giannis is a monster. And I'm getting a spam call right now that I'm going to decline. <laughs> and, yeah, Philadelphia wins this. And then the last one, uh, Leo's favorite team, the Toronto Raptors take on the Orlando Magic in the 2-7 matchup.
1: Um, Wait, uh, hang on, hang whoa. on. Jerry Nairn's Reds used to wear oh my, oh my god! Forget about Jerry Nairn. They used Naren. to wear pinstripes. <laughs> Nobody cares You know about who else Jerry used to Naren wear pinstripes Leo. and they very well may still? Oh my god. The Orlando god. Magic. Oh god. The Magic are a nice story. We all know they have air. No, they're Lord not.
0: They suck.
1: Vujicic. They're not good at DG basketball. Is still
0: on that team? Yeah, D-Dog's the dogs installed install. They're actually over 500. i got to give them credit where credit Yeah. The,
1: uh, the highlight of their season. Where's se- Matty Ike? He's a listen, big Orlando guy. <laughs> the highlight of their season came before the season even started with Mo Bamba coming out. <laughs> <laughs> that was the highlight of their season.
0: Yeah, Mo Bamba, Jonathan, Isaac, Aaron gordon They have all this collection of young talent because they were so bad for so long. You know, it's just good to see them in the playoffs, you know, maybe finally starting to write the ship a little bit. Mm-hmm. Overall, I think this one, I think, ends in a sweep. I think the Raptors will sweep the Orlando Magic. Yeah, I'd have to agree. So now going into the Western Conference, we have the Golden State Warriors versus the LA Clippers. Sweep. Sweep. <laughs> this is an easy sweep for games. The 4-5 or matchup, but this one is really nice. Portland versus Utah. This is going to be good on this one. I'm going with Portland because we all know how they got swept is last go Is healthy? Yeah, no. healthy. I think I'm going with Portland because we know they got swept by I think it was the Pelicans mm-hmm. last year. Was it in that was games? the biggest
2: disappointment of the playoffs? Yeah,
0: absolutely. And Portland just got absolutely dominated last year. And I think Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum are gonna come with back the with a with a lot of vengeance. But I think this is going to seven. I think this is gonna be a seven game series. Utah is really good defensively, Donovan Mitchell's obviously coming into his zone as, you know, close to being a superstar. Mm-hmm. Go Bears amazing defensively. They got Ricky Rubio, Joe Ingles, a really Ricky nice Br- team Br- in in- together. Ingalls the best white guy in the NBA. <laughs> And um, I think their coach is really good. Um, so I think this is going to be a really good series. This might be the most interesting series in the first round, Utah versus Portland. I'm going to go Portland. And then we have Houston versus OKC. This is also going to be, I think, a pretty interesting series. Um, this is the 3-6 matchup. That's my favorite first-round matchup, to be honest. Is Houston versus OKC because yes. they the stars. They have the superstars. Yeah, beyond. every game is going to be really fun one. to watch. Paula George, Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul, James Harden, you know, the superstars, the athleticism, you know, just the...
1: These you know, games are going to be 130-120.
0: Yeah, those games are going to hold yeah. lot of defense. I'm going with the Rockets. And I hope James Harden fails to show up again if there's a game seven. Yeah. Well, you're saying there's going to be defense 30. in that game? There's no. No defense. No defense, yeah. okay. We knew that they They're, the they're going to call less fouls because it's the playoffs. They're not going to give James right. Harden all of his ticky-tacky fouls that like they usually would. I they don't, dude. But He's just, flail like a child. I still think it will be high scoring in the 115s, 120s. I think Houston gets it done. I think OKC, they've been sputtering since the All Star break. Mm -hmm. Um, Russell Westbrook, you know, he's putting up a triple doubles. Paul George has struggled. I think this series goes six, but I think the Rockets get it done. I think they're too much for the OKC to handle. And then Russell Westbrook with another first round exit. As I predicted, like I said, I got nothing against Russell Westbrook, but he's not a. Uh, don't think he's, uh, he can be the best
1: player on the championship team. Yeah, and, and real quick, I just want to put out there, I don't have anything against Jerry Naren, uh, <laughs> except for the fact oh that, God. Jerry, if you're listening to this, get get out of Cincinnati, all right? <laughs>
0: okay. And then we have the two seed, Denver Nuggets, versus the seven seed, San Antonio Spurs. I mean, can we take a second, just to appreciate the Spurs right now? They lose all their best players. We know they're the post-Ginobili-Duncan-Parker era, and they're still making the playoffs. They're still they're 47 thirty. Name me their starting lineup, please. Like, I couldn't tell you one like, guy on their You team. can't even name their full starting lineup, and Greg Popovich continues to show why many consider him the greatest coach to ever live in basketball, and personally. And one of the funniest personalities. Yeah, absolutely. I, don't th- I think Denver ultimately wins this series, but I think this series could go six or seven. No,
2: no. Denver's really good on offense this year. That's my boy Ryan Feist. I, I
0: think Denver is overrated. I think Denver, like I said, I think they get out of this series. I think it's either six or seven. Denver gets out, but I said some five. I'm not a believer in Denver making any type of run in this year. Mm-hmm. So now going to the now we're gonna go to the second round. So we have Milwaukee versus Boston. Who do you guys got in the second round? Milwaukee, Boston. Uh, Milwaukee in seven.
1: I'm oh, here. we're gonna talk next rounds too.
0: Yeah, we're going to do our full, our full thing. All right, here. all yeah. right, yeah. I got the whole bracket in front of me, so um, I'm going to take the teams and we're going to go just over and who we gotcha. have winning. So I have Milwaukee also winning this series. Um, I think Boston's inconsistency inconsistency, excuse me, shows they're not going to be able to stop Giannis. I think Chris Milton's going to play like the All-Star. But it's going to be at seven. The health of Malcolm Brogdon is also going to be big. I think Mike Budenholzer's done a really good job of unlocking Giannis' potential. We've seen him, you know, have nice... But he's got strength.
2: to be able to hit his jump shot consistently. So that's the biggest thing of the whole But even that, was. I
0: mean, he could get to the paint at will. In he two do, steps. Yeah, he does what... Giannis does whatever he wants, but I think the team is going to show up. I think this one goes to seven. I think the Bucks and Celtics goes to seven. Mm-hmm. I think they're both... their home court advantage. Boston's really good at home. Milwaukee's exactly. really good at home. And Milwaukee's going to have that game seven, and I think Milwaukee gets it done. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the next round... We have Philadelphia versus Toronto. Um, me personally, I am going to go don't against Leo. Philly. Yeah,
2: don't choose Philly.
0: I'm actually going to choose the Philadelphia 76ers to make it to the Eastern Listen, Conference Finals. Philly the pushed Raptors. their
1: luck when Nick Foles won the Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> they pushed their luck with the Sports Gods. Next thing you know, Bryce Harper is going to snap his leg, and you know what they're going to do? Phil. Fire their manager, and they're going to hire Jerry Nery. <laughs> I You're all with Jerry today. You're just not <laughs> happy. Somebody needs
2: to play. come get a <laughs> <laughs> Who's man, Who man's? Who let man's walk into here?
1: Well, you see, earlier I was looking at baseball reference, and then I saw a period of time in which the Reds were really bad at baseball. Now, granted, that was the entire thing, but I'm really talking about a couple... <laughs> that was since the, the year 2000. Fire. Four they to five bad. years that I was just kind of like, why were they bad in these early to mid-2000s? <laughs> And then I closed in on one individual, (laughs) and after my investigation, I found Jerry Naird guilty, and uh, yeah, guilty as charged. Guilty as charged, and that's.
0: And in this series with the Sixers <laughs> and the Raptors, I think Joel Embiid is going to be the difference. I think Jimmy Butler. How do
1: we get there from that series?
0: Oh, I forgot about Jimmy Butler. You're right. Yeah, right. I think Jimmy Butler and Kawhi Leonard are going to maybe not cancel each other out, but they're going to make things hard on each other because mm-hmm. we know they're two of the best defensive players in the uh, league. I don't think the Raptors, even though they are deep, I don't think they have the star talent. Um, Sixers have Ben Simmons. They have Jimmy Butler. They have Joel Embiid. Also remember Tobias Harris, who they got from the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Is he a, a six-man or is he a starter? He's a starter. I think, personally, I think the star power for Philadelphia is going to be way too much for Toronto to handle. I think this is also either a six or seven game series, but I think Philadelphia ultimately gets the job done. And I think Philadelphia can go into Toronto, and I think they can win. Because, like I said, Joel Embiid, there's nobody there to check him. And if they start double-teaming, that's when you have J.J. Reddick. You have Tobias Harris. That's why why Joel Embiid averages like 10 assists a game. Exactly, because if they're going to collapse, they're going to be open guys. So, Leo... All that talk for your Raptors ends in the second round, and they do not make it to the conference finals. According to him, at least. I still got them going to at least the Eastern Conference Finals. All, all I'm saying is we the North, baby. We the North. You yeah. guys have the Raptors beating the 76ers. We the North. Okay. So now we have, in the Western Conference in the second round, the Golden State Warriors versus, I have Portland. Who do you guys have? Do you guys have Portland? Portland? Yeah, Portland? Okay, so we have the Warriors versus the Trailblazers. Again, I don't think the series is long. I think maybe one game, Portland might be able to sneak with Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum. Overall, I think it's five, six. Oh, so you think okay, they can get a couple games? You yeah, think?
2: I mean the Warriors are not as strong as they always have been, like just the past few years, because Draymond is not good at basketball. I repeat,
0: Draymond Green, not very good at basketball.
2: He's the enforcer, obviously.
0: What do you think, Bill? You think it goes? to oh, six? Oh, five. Yeah, I'm about to say the Warriors are gonna they're gonna snap the finger, they're gonna flip the switch, and they're gonna make light work of out of the Warriors out of the uh, trailers, Excuse me. So then we have the Houston Rockets versus the Denver Nuggets. Who do you guys got? Houston. Houston. Yeah, absolutely. I got Houston, I think. This one, well, I, I didn't, didn't even pick Houston. Quick.
2: dude. Who was the last round? Houston. Oh, you, you had OKC beating
0: Houston. Yeah. Oh, so you have OKC upsetting them. Mm-hmm. So okay, so you have OKC. Upsets Denver.
2: happen in the NBA just like they do in the NCAA, dude. I mean, you got to pick one. Not of them. much though, because in your bracket, if I remember correctly, you picked all one and two seeds in your elite eight. So don't talk to me about
0: <laughs> anything like that. <laughs> but in the NBA, it's usually the one and two seeds, you know, maybe yeah, three. Usually right there. Yeah. I'm. Uh, so you OKC and Denver. Who do you have winning then? OKC and Denver, and you had. Houston, with me, I have Houston winning that series. Okay, so now we have. I have the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Philadelphia 76ers in the Eastern Conference Finals. I am going to go with the Bucks. I think they've been the best team all year. I think uh, Giannis is going to have his own, but I also trust the supporting cast of the Bucks. I think Malcolm Brogdon, I think they're going to get Nikola Mirotic back. Um, uh, Chris Middleton, I think I mentioned him. Uh, Eric Bledsoe, I uh, completely forgot to mention him in the previous rounds. I think they have it. I think Mike Booth Holzer is going to put everybody in good situations. And I think the Bucks make it out of the Eastern Conference. Who do you guys got? What's this matchup again? The Bucks. I had the Bucks and the Sixers, but I think you guys had the Bucs and the Raptors.
1: That would be an insane matchup. Man. That
0: would be really good. Kawhi versus Giannis would be sign me, me up. Sign me up. I absolutely would like that too. I, I like Kawhi in this uh, matchup. So, you yeah. have the Raptors going to the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. I know, like, I already don't have to ask Leo. I think I know he has uh, the Raptors going to the NBA Finals. I'm going to join an alliance
2: with you, Leo. This is, you know. we want to buy jerseys? A Toronto jersey? Yeah. yeah. For the six? It's got to say Drake on the back then.
1: That's cool. Okay.
0: <laughs> What's it called? Uh, Leo can get the Kawhi Leonard jersey. Probably even get the Fred Van Vliet jersey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Winter Wichita- <laughs> Wichita- Wichita- State's Mo- <laughs> I like to get really obscure players. No, the guys Jordan's you don't team. know you
0: could get the Pascal Siakam jersey. Remember, he's uh, almost in the running yeah. for a most improved player.
1: Yeah, I could, I could, but he won't. He's yeah. turned a really sometimes. Good sometimes, though. like what I like to do is like you know, I like those clean. What are they, they're the white jerseys they yeah, have. Yeah, those are really cool. Yeah, uh, they have those, and like I could get like a Vince Carter. Like obviously, he's been long gone, and like he's, he's not, not. Are you the, talking
0: about the OVO jerseys that they have? Yeah. The Drake sponsored. I think so. Jersey. Yeah, he's
1: like all white with the gold. Like Charles yeah, and gold. Trayvon. Yeah, that's yeah right. that's, exactly, that's, that's exactly. I like getting like either. I like getting either throwback players on modern jerseys, or rookies, or, or like really young players on oh, throwback, throwback jerseys. Yeah, it's like a really cool combo. And
0: uh, yeah. yeah, I'm also like you. Like I don't like to get the stars all the time, like a LeBron jersey. Yeah, like there's millions of people with a LeBron James. Yeah. Right, right. Like, get, like, like give me to make it unique. Yeah, like even like even that like you can't really make it unique. Everybody has a high school LeBron jersey. Everybody has a a Heat. You know, yeah. get somebody else. You know, like I. Like last year, I got an Allen Iverson, but I got his Georgetown jersey. I had a Hakeem Olajuwon old school Rockets jersey. How have
2: never wear those jerseys on campus, man? I always see you in black, long-sleeve t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> maybe
0: I should. Maybe one of these. Uh, yeah, right. Just break it maybe up. Maybe start yeah. having debates like who's the best center of all time. I'll wear my Hakeem Olajuwon jersey. Oh, and man. make the argument for Hakeem Olajuwon. You know, just do something like that. But yeah, I agree. So you guys have the Raptors and the Warriors. I'm white. So the Warriors and the Rockets, too. I think we agree that the Warriors are going to make it out over the Rockets. Yes. Yeah. Easily. So, you guys, I'll leave it to you guys with this matchup. You have the Raptors and the Warriors who wins in how many games?
1: Raps. Oh, okay. Six. Raptors. Warriors. Warriors and six. No, I'm Warriors saying Raps and six. Raptors and six. Raps and six. Raptors right. in six. Raps and six. Now, you can't a, go back on your honestly, dude, Like Honestly, dude, like, mark me down for Raps and six because I don't have the guts to say Raps and five. But there's a part of me that thinks about Raps and five. So, what I'm saying <laughs> is, if they go and win in five, I'm going to claim it and say I said it. But if they don't, keep in mind that I said I'm not going to claim that. So I'm not claiming it.
0: But you're claiming it.
1: If, if I'm, I'm, I'm not saying, it,
0: saying I said it, but I definitely if, said it. If they it. do it, you're claiming it. But if they don't do it, then you're
1: If I'm right, I'm taking stake in my correctness. And if I'm wrong, I'm going to reject your reality and substitute my own. One Adam Savage once said. <laughs>
0: So I have the Warriors (laughs) and the Philadelphia 76ers in the NBA Finals. Again, talk about superstars. Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, uh, Tobias Harris, Jimmy Butler. You have all the stars in the NBA Finals. I'm going with... No, wait, actually, excuse me. I had the Milwaukee Bucks. Excuse me. I, I apologize. I had the Milwaukee Bucks and the Golden State Warriors in the NBA Finals. Still, you don't lack your superstars. You have Giannis, you have Steph, you have KD. Yeah, but I mean, Golden State would obviously win that one in four or five. Actually, no. Well, I, I think they win. G- Giannis and Kevin Durant match up, and everyone else does not, obviously. Yeah. It all depends on if Eric Bledsoe can give Steph Curry fits, which he won't. If he can't give Steph Curry fits, that's like Paul he,
2: Pierce coming out and saying, "I'm going to guard LeBron in the finals because he's
1: trash." Yeah. And then
0: LeBron drops fifty. Like no, I think <coughs> that, I think Warriors Bucks. I got I have the Warriors in six. I think Giannis and Chris Middleton and those boys can will them to a couple. That's so I think they're gonna. The Bucks be, are still the new Bucks on the block, dude. They're not worth anything yet besides Giannis. <laughs> I, I'm a believer because and I, a
1: sick logo. Yeah,
0: they do have a sick think It's a deer, but they make it a really cool deer. Yeah. But I think, like (laughs) I said, even in six, I mean, I don't think it's much competition for the Warriors. I think they find, they go, they cement their three-peat, they etch their name in stone. And obviously, well, they separate in the offseason probably. Obviously, the rumors with KD going to the Knicks or whatever it is. But it doesn't matter. When you three-peat and when you finish your dynasty four and five years, three in a row, it doesn't matter. Your name is etched in stone. You're going to go down. It's probably the best team in history. I hate be. this
2: trend of guys just bouncing all over the league.
0: Yeah,
2: I hate it. Why can't you just stay with one or two teams, dude, and just build a dynasty instead of creating one and leaving? Now LeBron did that, and he was the pioneer of that. And I get it; like he was, you know, great for doing it in Miami. He started. He the, had to leave Cleveland. The, in NBA the first mobility. Place. Yeah. Like he tried to make one in Cleveland, and he was bringing scrubs and trash men to the finals, <laughs> which is not going to happen forever. <laughs> Shout out to Larry Hughes Shout out man. to Larry Hughes Shout out to Big
0: Z And <laughs> Mo Williams And all those guys Oh man But yeah Overall The Warriors I I don't think they struggle much They maybe might lose Two or three games Maybe four In this whole Playoffs so But even though They're going to flip the switch And they're going to do it again yeah. Next year I think will be a little bit More interesting With What we'd likely we'd think, Obviously with KD a free agent Clay Thompson Kevin Kawhi. Walker Kawhi Leonard So there could be A whole, whole lot of shakeup In the NBA next year Mm-hmm so now obviously we hit our main two topics i think we are good to go over to Leo, as, oh, we, talk, as we talk about playoff play. hockey, as we send it over to Leo for a power uh, play. I caught a stick up
1: high, and we're going on the power play. I know play Leo's place. a little excited <laughs> there.
0: The Columbus Blue Jackets got gotten to the playoffs. Yeah, but, we squeaked in. But they are running into the gauntlet, to the machine that is the Tampa Bay Lightning.
1: Yeah, this year, Tampa tied the league record for wins in a season. And they're a real impressive team. Um, truth be told... uh. If it was not them, we were going to play Washington, who we played last year, and played pretty well until we yeah. lost four straight after up I noticed that the 2-0. Blue
0: Jackets run into teams that you don't. Two years ago, it's, they played the Penguins, who won the Stanley yeah. Cup. Last year, you played the Capitals, that won the Stanley Cup. This year, they're playing one of the single greatest single-season, regular-season teams ever. They oh, just don't have luck when they're first. 08-09, even,
1: played the team that went on to win the Cup. 13-14, mm-hmm. um, let's see, who won that Cup? That was Chicago, who beat. I think Pittsburgh made it to the conference finals that year. So, yeah, they, they're just always playing all these teams. Um, the first time since realignment that they're not going to play one of their interdivision teams. Um, so so I think that there's a lot of factors that go into it. And I think that kind of uh, b- the big brother factor is something that they always run into. And I don't know that necessarily that's something that exists with the Lightning because the Lightning are also a younger franchise and they don't have a lot of success themselves as far as, like, History goes... And they're
0: starting to take that next step, too. They've had... a the past couple years, they've been really good, but they haven't been able to take that next step and make it to the uh, Stanley Cup Finals.
1: Exactly. So while they're playing a better team than they've ever played before, and Tampa blew them out in all three matchups this year. But Tampa um, Bay is really good. They are really good. As, As good as they are, you wonder if there's something to the idea of, oh, okay, these are not the typical, you know, mean, you know, familiar foes that we normally face in the playoffs, and maybe... This is the secret to the Jackets' postseason success. I'm not predicting that. I don't think that'll happen. I think the Jackets go down in five. Um, but ultimately, you know, I'm pulling for them. They're yeah, my team.
0: That's just, you know, and it's good for the Blue Jackets. They have gotten hot recently. I know the team is, you know, maybe starting to finally yeah, hit
1: their stride. Yeah, and, and, and everyone in the NHL a truly. sliver
0: of hope, maybe, because of them hitting their stride at the right time. Exactly. Possibly.
1: Playoffs are all about hitting your stride at the right time, including Sergey Bobrovsky's done that. He's been a question mark in the playoffs in the past. This is his opportunity to prove it as as he's in a contract year. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Other stuff around the league.
0: I heard Connor McDavid Uh, had a bad injury. I heard.
1: uh, No injury on on McDavid's front. He did say something along the lines of about some frustration with him in Edmonton. I can see why. Really? Yeah, not only is he in Siberia over there, but they also just don't really have any supporting staff for him on the team except for Leon Dreisidel, who scored 50 goals and 100 points with Connor McDavid. But outside of that, they're pretty much lone wolves, and it's pretty rough out there. And, and they
0: both play on the same line, correct?
1: Correct. And they'd love to split them up, but they're so good together, you truly can't. Yeah. and then so um, the, the
0: rest of their lines just aren't satisfactory enough to get them into the playoff hunt.
1: Exactly. So first round starts tomorrow. The Jackets will be playing tomorrow, as well as um, the draft lotteries tonight. So for those interested in, in drafts and NHL draft, that's tonight. Interesting fact about this year, the worst team in the league, the Ottawa Senators, Obviously, is the best opportunity to grab that number one pick. Unfortunately, the Senators don't have their pick. It's Colorado's this year. as has a Matt Duchesne trade last year that's come back and really hit the Senators in the butt all year long. And we're going to see what happens finally, a lot of discussion around it. and So who that's... has
0: the Avalanche have it? And aren't they a playoff team? They are a playoff team. So a playoff team is going to have the number one pick in the draft next year. Yeah,
1: perhaps, and, and no lower than fourth. It, it's going to be really interesting to see how it shakes out. So
0: a good team is going to get possibly another superstar added to their roster. Yeah,
1: and they're a very forward-heavy group, and this is a very forward-heavy draft. And Joe Sackick, the general manager, they're a great forward in his own right. Um. Is, is a big believer in you pick the best player available rather than positional needs, positional which I team also team. agree. I agree. So when you're up there, yeah. Their, their okay. problem this year has been keeping the puck out of their net because their defense isn't that great, but they've got elite-level scorers like Mika Ranton and Gabriel Landeskog, Nathan McKinnon. And then you can Add in, in a McCann Jack Hughes game. or a Capo Caco, yeah. and there's a lot of great things that can happen. That could be
0: an offense that could be deadly in
1: the league. Yeah. Speaking of an awesome jersey to have, Capo Caco. Capo Caco, am I right? That's a full name. That's just, that, Capo, first name? Caco, second name. I want to meet his parents. Capo Caco.
0: <laughs> that, it sounds pretty awesome to me. Yeah. I, I like that name. Right?
1: And he's putting up great levels in, in, the, in the juniors, too. So,
0: Leo, I am going to ask you, as we head into the playoffs, are the Lightning the prohibited favorites to finally get that ring, to finally uh, hoist the Stanley Cup, or is somebody on the verge to maybe take them down?
1: The only reason why they're not the favorite is because, despite how good they are, there's they still 15 won. other teams in the playoffs. So... I mean, it's it's not true good mathematics because obviously different teams have different skill levels, but only one of the 16 teams wins. Your odds aren't good no matter how good you are because that's 15 other teams competing for the same thing.
0: Yeah.
1: But outside of just that notion in its own right, which people are starting to look at because how often does the favorite really win it? You know what I mean? Yeah. But they're the favorite by this large margin that I think that's kind of being looked past, and I think a lot of people win the cup and I do too.
0: Yeah. You know, and sometimes that may come back to bite a team. You know, they've been great all year. They're being told, you know, we're favorites. We're better than everybody. You know, maybe, maybe a team like Columbus can catch them off guard, maybe win a couple of games and maybe kind of humble them a little bit. Like, oh, they
1: haven't they, played meaningful hockey in a month and a half.
0: Exactly. All of a sudden they come out of the playoffs, you know, they, you know, they get punched in the mouth and they haven't been punched in the mouth, you know, all season. And all of a sudden they're like, this is playoff hockey. No, you're getting everybody's best shot, especially you're the Lightning cuz obviously they've been the best team. You're going to get everybody's best shot in every single game. That's right. So they got to be ready. This is a whole different beast. So we'll see if the Lightning, you know, Stamkos and all those boys can finally take that next step and get to the conference finals and the uh, Stanley Cup finals.
1: Yeah, we'll see what happens. It's always interesting to watch. Uh, if you love competitive sports and you're not a hockey fan, turn on to playoff hockey and you'll learn to love hockey.
0: Absolutely. So we got the NBA playoffs coming up, the NHL playoffs coming up. We got a nice period of sports. A lot of things going on. Um, Baseball season is also starting to get into full gear. So finally transitioning into all of those sports, all of those playoffs. Also, quick update, UC,
2: big commit here. Um, Mr. Basketball in Ohio, Samari Curtis out of Xenia, he just signed with UC. Well, that sounds good.
0: And that was with the decommitment from Mick Cronin. With the decommitment
2: just today from Cronin. This kid just signed. So he was probably holding back because of Mick. Yeah, and now he just signed. So we literally so, not have a coach yet. Yeah, so
0: that's a big get for UC because he's Mr. Basketball. You need obviously you need your recruits. So UC being able to keep um, may, uh, keep their best recruit, Mr. Basketball in Ohio, that's big. Um, who do you so? Who do you think some names that could maybe replace? Maybe Kevin Ollie from Old uh, UConn. I don't think so because I think he kind of wow. proved that he really wasn't that good of a coach yeah. with because he won that championship with uh, Coach. Uh, who was it? My team. buddies and
2: I were talking about this before. Um, Van Exel.
0: That was a big name. I Mick wanted. Van Exel, yeah. who was a UC legend. What about Kenyon Martin, who's also a UC legend? See, he's not. He's but not, he, not, he not doesn't have the personality. Yeah. He has yeah. the, you know, the punch you in the mouth, you know, the hard nose personality. And I don't think UC wants to have that. They actually want, you know, an X's and O's guy, mm-hmm. you know, a guy who can recruit, you know, that, those type of guys. It's all recruiting in college. Absolutely. In college basketball, you've got to be able to recruit and you've got to be able to coach well. you got to be, you know, the X's and O's, situational basketball, fundamentals. You know, also, like that. tonight, last note is before we go off,
2: RIP Dwayne Wade's career. One of the greatest shooting guards to ever do it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Dwayne Wade will yeah. play his final career game in Miami. I think he might still have two games left or something like that. This but is his last home game in Miami. Yeah, he's so. winding down his career. Personally speaking, I think he's one of the three or four best shooting guards to ever play this game. I think it goes Kobe and then him and then everyone else. You mean Michael and Kobe? Yeah, Michael. Kobe. Michael,
2: Kobe. Michael's Kobe. not even in position. He's just like yeah, guard, just, forward, center, <laughs> great. Michael's just
0: <laughs> Michael's just he's, he's God. He, Michael is basketball uh, uh, godship. He's royalty. But yeah, honestly, personally, I would put D-Wade number three, maybe number four. If you want to put Jerry West in there, I wouldn't be mad at that. But without question, the top five shooting guard in a first ballot Hall of Famer, no question. Mm-hmm. And also likely we probably will see the end of Dirk Nowitzki. He hasn't announced it, but everybody is, maybe, kind, of is kind of pushing him out the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're giving him his retirement ceremonies, even though he hasn't even said anything. So I, I uh, expect uh, Dirk to retire, the greatest form ball player ever. Without question. Yeah, every was, every
2: time he shoots a jump shot, like, the rest of his, like, career. Like, this whole season. <laughs> yeah. It goes way up in the Raptors, and the whole crowd goes, oh,
0: he <laughs> Obviously, he's got the iconic jump shot. Obviously, Dirk, he won the NBA championship. He beat uh, LeBron Wade. Um, I still don't know how that happened, dude. Uh, he had
2: Jason Kidd on that
0: team. Yeah, because uh, they, they didn't take him seriously, and Dirk made him pay for it. You know, mm-hmm. he's a 1st ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, European legend. He, you know, he set the standard for European players and just foreign-born foreign players all over you know, the world. So he's definitely a pioneer in that aspect. And obviously, hope he enjoys his retirement, too. The all-time greats are leaving Mm us. You know, uh, the guys that we grew up watching, you know, the Wade's, the Nowitzki's, the Kobe Bryant's, are all slowly starting to retire. Vince Carter says he's going to play again next year, but he's close to retirement. He should, yeah, he's he's done. You know, and like it's crazy that we're in this new age of basketball stars, and the guys that we grew up watching are slowly starting to retire, and they're all slowly starting to leave the league.
1: And you know what's replacing them? Guys who are younger than us.
0: Isn't that Guys,
1: I'm not excited about the idea of looking up to a kid no. who's 30 years younger than me. I mean, when I'm 50, like <laughs> that's not going to be a fun feeling. you're looking out in right field and say, why did I just buy a jersey of a 20-year-old? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what kind of self-respect Actually, seminar do I need to go to? What about Zion?
0: He's 18 years old and he's physically different than... 35-year-old men, you know? Well, if
1: I buy a Zion Williamson jersey, what's that say about my self-esteem?
0: <laughs> well, I guess it doesn't have to go that far. You just right, right, right. If you just enjoy Duke basketball and you like Zion, you can, you right. can get a jersey. I'm in agreement with you. I'm and if just goes stepping to the on Knicks, you know, If you're a Knicks fan, you, know, it doesn't, you don't have to look up at Zion just to get his jersey. You know, yeah. You know, to uh Things like that.
1: All right, uh, real quick before we wrap it up, um, I encourage everyone to look up the Michigan Stags old uh, former hockey team. Should this not have been the Milwaukee Bucks logo all along? Absolutely not.
0: That is absolutely god-awful. That is beautiful. (laughs) That is atrocious.
1: Michigan Stags (laughs) forever. Oh, my goodness.
2: It has three legs. It doesn't even have four. That is and a fact. tail. <laughs> yeah. It's not even a I also
1: feel form, like it's antlers are supposed to, like, shape something that's, like, symbolic never, of hockey. Yeah. But I don't know what it's supposed to develop into. It's
2: a backwards seven
0: with a hand on it. You know, you know what? I think you're right. I think that's, that's <laughs> what they were going for. I think you're right. Whoever made this logo definitely was not trying.
1: Good old Michigan Stags. Uh, support the boys. And, uh... Yeah, Milwaukee Bucks. You got something coming to you. I want to see Giannis with that on his chest next year. <laughs> I'll buy one.
0: Oh man, so all right, guys, that's gonna wrap it up for us. Obviously, the squad is back together. Hopefully, we'll be back together again next week. A lot of good things to look forward to in sports. So that's gonna we're gonna sign off now. Sapp on Alvi, Leo, Saylor, Ryan, Poley. We'll talk to you guys next week.
2: Doodle.
1: Don't forget, Jerry and Aaron. You're not allowed in the Cincinnati area. <laughs>